Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you want to build something big, then flow is a lie. Hustle is a necessity. Hustle with boundaries, create yourself smaller containers, and know that it's only temporary in the quest for something epic. And we're back. With another episode of He Said, She Said. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'm looking at all these boxes behind you right now. Mm -hmm. But guys, if you could see our podcast studio, you probably think it's like something awesome or fancy. It is a spare bedroom. That is a disaster with, what is this, 40 boxes maybe in a surfboard and random shit. And the thing is, is that I went on a girl's trip this last weekend and I needed to find like all of my cute clothes and bags and hats. So not only are the boxes in here, but they are now, I'm not going to lie. Like I went through them like a crazy woman. They're all open. That's why they look crazier. That's why it's noticing. I'm like, why does it look so crazy in here? You went and like tore them all open. Yeah, I found some good stuff too. So, well, just when we think that we're about to get settled into the Arizona home here, you realize we're leaving for our Newport home in like two weeks. 
that is insane. I literally can't wait. And we have not me. seen our clothes since October. So that means we won't see them until we go. So we haven't seen 75% of our clothes. Like we've been living in the same t-shirt since we moved in the Arizona home. Because uh-huh. they're all in these boxes right here. Because our closet is not done. complaining. Just observing. Right. That I am now Steve Jobs. that you can do awesomeness in chaos, right? Like there's actually a lesson here. So we moved into this Arizona home three months ago and everything's in boxes still. Haven't seen the majority of our belongings. And now we're leaving and won't be back until Thanksgiving. So we won't see these things for over a year. Which, you know what? That makes me realize we don't need you this much You just don't shit. need that much stuff. We don't need this many outfits. I know, we don't insane. need this many things. We don't need all sitting in boxes. I haven't missed any of it. Mm-mm. So funny. My friend Danette came over. She was visiting from Colorado. She had a mastermind here. And she was like, I had explained to her kind of like, oh, we're not unpacked yet, whatever. And she was like, oh, for me, knowing you, Lori, she was like, I don't know how you are surviving this because I'm so like, I like everything to be in its place. But the best part was she walked in the podcast room and she was like, oh my God, this is a disaster. But I had my sound bowl for some reason. It like just had been taken out of a box. It was like on top, sitting on top of all of these boxes. And it just was like this moment of like the sound bowl representing a moment of Zen on top of total chaos. She was like, that's a nice addition, that sound bowl on top of your boxes. This is kind of a a little bit of a transition in what we wanted to talk to you guys about today. Sound bowls, peace, chaos. (laughs) And that is, I feel like I've seen extra propaganda lately from some people saying, hustle, 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 you're not going to meet your dreams. And then extra propaganda from the other side of people saying, flow, anti-hustle. Matter of fact, I feel like the anti-hustle culture is the one that's kind of winning over in the messages right now. Maybe it has something to do with COVID, maybe it has to do, who knows, but I feel like the anti-hustle, you don't have to hustle to hit your dreams message is, is kind of prevalent right now. And I wanted to talk about, because you've done big things, you're doing big things, I've done big things, I'm doing big things. What do you think the truth is? Mm. If people that we respect on both sides of the fence, right? Some people screaming hustle or you won't make it. And other people screaming anti-hustle, stop buying into the chaos and you can flow your way there. Which group's telling the truth? Well, there's that old saying that the truth is always somewhere in the middle then. And I know you and I love a good conversation around this because we've done a lot of self-development work too. We've done a lot of really looking at people's careers and figuring out, okay, we want something like that, but maybe not as big. Like maybe we won't strive to be billionaires because truly that is really where you're you're going to not have the sleep. You're going to be stressed out. You're going to not have the social life. And even with that, it's kind of like, okay, well, what part is true? What part was part of their story? What part were they feeling like they needed to do all the work? What part were they just already like that? So I guess what I want to say is that it depends on how big your dream is and it depends on what season you are in. So I remember when I was writing my book, my first book, it was 2017. It was the first time I really started hearing this message, especially because I was kind of like really immersed in the spiritual community. I started really hearing this message about flow, don't push, don't work so hard, except this message was coming right as I was about to launch my book. Now, try to tell somebody that you have to be in flow and not be working extra hard and doing all that you possibly can to maximize getting your book out into the world. If I Like I had a goal of wanting to be a New York Times bestseller. I wanted to sell millions of copies. So you can't flow your way to that. It required saying, we need you on 
six interviews a day. And then we need you to write three articles every day at night. And that is literally what I did for probably two solid months. It was the most, it was brutal. And you can only connect the dots looking backwards. Mm -hmm. So now looking back, I know what moved the needle and what didn't, but I didn't know that until I had experienced it myself. Interesting. Okay. You just gave me a bit of a a breakthrough slash first answer for them. Mm. I feel like the first time you chase down big things, you have to hustle because you don't know the the shortcuts yeah, and the things that yes would let you flow, right? Because after you hustled your ass off and, you know, getting that book out there and all the marketing, we learned, whoa, I would never do these things again. And I would do these certain things again. So now we could do, we could sell twice as many books with half the effort. Mm-hmm. So you have to hustle while you're learning. And maybe the flow that people are talking about is the second time you do something similar. Yeah, that's what I'm even thinking about with the second book. I'm just like, okay, now I'm going to put all of my energy into these things that I know move the needle for me. And here's the interesting thing. I wish that I could go and tell you what will move the needle for you in your book, except I can't because times are different. Your book is different and your modality of communication is going to be received different. So like if I do really well on podcasts, but you're not that great with long form, then maybe you won't move a book that way, but maybe you do great on these short interviews or in these short clips on social media or on TikTok. You don't know until you are in it. So that is really where it's like, I give the analogy a lot of the rocket ship. If you've never been through the atmosphere before, or if you know that your goal is like, you are going to have to break a barrier. Maybe it's you are breaking a family pattern on top of breaking into an industry, on top of breaking into a, a noisy space, on top of breaking into something that has a lot of, or a lot of people, whatever that is. Like you're going to have to use all that you can, all of your gas while you're launching. So with a rocket ship, they use most all of their gas on launch, like just to get through the atmosphere. And then they hardly use any anything when they're up floating around and they've broken through the atmosphere. And that's kind of how I think about it is there's these moments where you're going to give all that you have, Mm -hmm. not only because that's what it's going to take, but also because you just don't want to look back and realize that you just missed it because you didn't quite give everything you had. There's nothing worse than that. So I can tell you that even looking back on my first book, I would never go back and say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to do less because I can tell you I left every card on the table and felt great about it. When my book didn't hit what I wanted, I still felt good Mm -hmm. because I was like, I did all I could. I couldn't have done more. So I feel great about it. If I had to weigh in, I feel like, and I'm going to say this as eloquently as I can, the anti-hustle culture, all of the people preaching and teaching and yelling at you that you don't have to hustle, I wholeheartedly disagree with them. I think you have to hustle within seasons at a sweaty, exhausting pace. And I think you have to hustle with boundaries. When we're in a season of hustle, we still have our morning boundaries. Mm -hmm. We still have our evening boundaries. But the time in between the boundaries are insane, right? Hustling and leaving everything on the table and then some. And when someone is is telling you, you don't have to hustle, you know, anti-hustle this, anti-hustle that, they're setting you up for failure because... No huge accomplishment that I can name out of all of my friends or us has ever been accomplished without a season of massive, exhausting, sometimes angry hustle. I just can't name one. I literally can't name one. Now, maybe their second project, third project, fourth project, because they had already learned like we talked about earlier. But the truth is, I want you to know that you do have to hustle your ass off 
to accomplish what you want to accomplish, especially the first time. And I also think it's related to the size of your dream. You could probably flow your way to a, a smaller six-figure income. Mm-hmm, for sure. And you could probably half hustle your way to a half a million dollar a year, maybe even a million dollar a year business. <laughs> Lori just That's made a face like, face oh, just, I don't know. I'm like, if you have never experienced yeah, that type of money. Yeah, if you haven't gone there first, you got to hustle your way there. Then no. But listen, if you're building something even bigger, if you're building an eight-figure business, if you're building a, a company you want to build and sell, if you're doing anything like that, guys, you're not flowing your way into that. You're hustling your ass off into that. You're getting luck to fall in your favor. You're fixing problems on the fly all the time. And then one day when you just can't take it anymore, that's when the company sells or when you finally hit that milestone. Now, the thing that I would love to help people with is that if you are in the hustle season, I firmly, even from where I stand now, looking back and saying, could I have done that? Like, could I have actually put in one day of flow? Yes. I 100% believe that you can hustle and flow. You can work your ass off for five to six days out of the week. And then honestly, it's going to feel like you need to be working that seventh day, but you will be better if you somehow could mark off just one day to be present. The problem is, is when you're in the hustle, we get so consumed that we get addicted to it. So I will say, if you could create a calendar that you have one day per week where you are fully present and you are off your phone, like if you can, Mm -hmm. it would be freaking amazing for you and your business and your nervous system because I do believe you will get more done. This goes back, I talk about this all the time, but remember my old boss, Steve Turner, he'd give us ridiculous deadlines. And I'd always say, why would you give us these ridiculous deadlines? We can't get the work done by the time you give us for the deadline. And he'd always say, if I gave you a container this big, now picture my arm stretched Mm -hmm. way out, Or if I give you a container this big, now picture me making like a small container with my hands. He goes, you'll get the same amount of work done within a container I give you. And he's Mm -hmm. right. So when you are in hustle season, hustle with boundaries by creating smaller containers. Give yourself a six-day week, not a seven-day week. Trust me, you'll get the same amount of end result done. Give yourself a 10-hour day or an eight-hour day, not a 12 or 14-hour day. Trust me, you'll get the same amount of stuff done. Hustle with boundaries and shrink your container. And when you're within the container of work, that's where you're hustling and leaving every last drop that you possibly have to leverage. Yeah, if I have something on the weekend where I'm like, that's it on Sunday, I need to just decide to unplug because I think what we do is there'll be something that I'm like, oh, maybe I just have some podcast ads or maybe I just have a podcast with you. And I'm like, I'll get it done sometime this weekend. Well, what happens is I don't enjoy any of the weekend because I'm leaving these things really open-ended instead of making that really decisive decision and saying, okay, Saturday morning, let's knock out all of our stuff after our walk. Let's get it done so that we can go and have fun without this nagging feeling. And then once in a while, of course, it'll happen that I don't do it and I have the nagging feeling. But then during the day, I'm like, I'm going to decide to not let this feeling bother me. No, I have that thing to do and like, let go. Like, this is my work right now is to work on if I'm not going to do it then and I know it, if I'm already out for the day or enjoying the fam, don't let it eat at you because you're not going to freaking do it. So like literally say, I can't do it right now. I'm not doing it right now. I'm going to do it at this time, choose it and then release it. I feel like women might have a little bit harder time with that compartmentalizing. And it's just the realization that you are letting all of these things eat at your day or eat into your mindset and really affect you mentally when 
I will tell you that when you're building something, if you do not learn how to do that, you will never shut off. You will feel so crazy. You will be feel like this business is eating you alive. You'll start to feel resentful. As women and as anyone who is identifying with me right now, who's just like, I totally am that person. The best thing you can do is compartmentalize the things that you have to do and drop into the moments that you have. So if you have a lunch date with someone and you're not going to be doing work, be at the lunch date. Learn how to do this. Like, just keep reminding yourself to be focused. Keep reminding yourself to turn off your phone. Like there is nothing during a lunch that's going to take your company down. Turn it off so that your brain has these peaceful moments. I'm still reading that Rhythm of Life book. And it's really talking about your brain needs moments of nothingness. That's actually like how your brain functions best. That's how you reset. That's how you have your best thoughts. And so when we're constantly feeling it or thinking about something or looking at our phone, we're never giving it that piece to recharge and reset. And we never feel good. Case in point, I'm in a season of hustle right now. Super excited about being in the season of hustle right now. Excited about what I'm building. But one change I made to rest my brain was when we had Fast Foundations last. Remember when, what was her name that taught us to take the text notifications off? Anyhow, one of the teachers that came in to teach the Fast Foundations round said one of the best things that you can do as an entrepreneur. Ellie Casaza. Yeah, Ellie Casaza said, take the text notifications off of your phone. If you want to go in and look at what text you've gotten, do that. But the constant pinging in front of your eyes, the constant someone's need popping up on your phone, like their need mm -hmm. becomes your need. It's chipping away at all of your energy. So I did that. It's been about two months now that not a single text pops up on my phone. I have to go look at my text to see if anyone knew his text. And I, you know how many I get a day, hundreds a day sometimes, mm -hmm. except I'm so at peace. It's the single greatest change I've made, even though I'm in a season of hustle. I hope this just kind of clears up the, am I going to have to work hard? What does that look like? Oh my gosh, yes, I feel guilty do. that I'm supposed to be in flow and I'm not. I think the best thing that Chris and I can tell you is look at your season of hustle. This is what I hear you always do, Chris. It's like, okay, Lori, in my calendar, I've got these three months where I'm going to be traveling. I've got tons of appointments. Mm -hmm. And then I'm either going to book something, we're going to take a weekend, we're going to go to Maui, we're going to have a vacation, or we're going to, you know, it, this is going to be the place where I rest before the next one. And it's intentional planning. Otherwise, you will find yourself consistently in the hustle. Yep. You'll always find something else. And, and you'll never have enough energy to do the hustle as it should be. So look at it as the rocket launching periods. And then that rocket needs to come back down and get gassed up again, or yep. you're never going to be able to do and sustain what you want to do. But it's constant launching, landing, refueling, Great. launching, landing, refueling. Great analogy. So that's the verdict, guys, right there. If you want to build something big, then flow is a lie. Hustle is a necessity. Hustle with boundaries. Create yourself smaller containers and know that it's only temporary in the quest for something epic. And just one last thing, like think about it with your team too. If you guys have been prepping for a large event, if you just did a really big launch, they've been taking themselves away from their personal life, from their family, from their, probably their health routine a little bit to get things done. So think of it as, hey guys, after this big launch, we're either going to celebrate or you're going to go for, you know, three days and relax with your loved ones or you're going to have the, you know, off until, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can have off of this week or maybe you give them a whole week or whatever that looks like. 
All right, guys. Also, don't forget, Lori and I and our dear friends, Lindsay and Elliot Schwartz, are hosting a charity dinner, $15,000 ahead. If you're a couple, it's 15. If you're an individual, it's 15. I know it's not fair, but that's the way life works. Super intimate, super awesome, and a very small, close-knit of successful people that want to get together, and all the money goes to cancer research. If you guys want to be considered for attending that, all you have to do is text the word DINNER to 310-421-0416. Again, text the word DINNER to 310-421-0416. I can't wait to break bread with some new people, share some awesome ideas, and, and raise a bunch of money for cancer. All right, you guys, we're so grateful for you. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was. We always love to see who's listening and we will see you on the next pod. Thanks, guys. I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. 
But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high performing people. It leads to longer term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it.